0: Listening to The Defiant Ones, a behind-the-scenes look at the world of Defy.
1: Hey, what's up? It's the Defiant Ones. I have interviewed this man in the past, but it was via Zoom, and, and things are a lot better now. Uh, things have opened up. We now have Nick Motherfucking Wayne hanging out here, dude. He is 17 now, right? 16. Si- you're still 16. Yes. Turns uh,
0: 17 in about
1: two or three weeks. Okay. Well. Well. Happy birthday. By the time people see this, it will have he will be 17. So. Thank you so much. Yes. Absolutely. So, Nick Wayne, this young destroyer show is all based around your main event against one of Top Flight's Dante Martin. What's it like having a Defy show, the poster, the art, the entire thing based around your match? It's gotta be cool.
0: Man, it's crazy. (laughs) Um, Ever since I first came out of the defy curtain it was immediately open arms you know i made my debut in august of 2021 mm-hmm. i teamed with classic cody chun yeah. and uh cody chun obviously like a defy favorite yeah um so being able to team with him and knowing him for so long and refereeing his first match he's ever really had, yeah me and me and cody we've known each other for a very long time so being able to share the ring my first defy ring with cody was just incredible um but then getting these like countless opportunities at defy after that Getting to wrestle uh, Blake Christian, match of the year against Joey Janela, um, Christopher Daniels, uh, Swerve is like I just feel so blessed being able to do all these awesome things and to have like an entire show based around this main event against me and Dante. Uh, it's a lot of pressure going into it. You know, yeah. we got to own up to the poster, we got to own up to the name of Young Destroyers. Um, but yeah, I, I I usually go into all my matches with a lot of pressure going on me, but this is just a uh, a different type of pressure, honestly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, a little, uh, little look behind the curtain. Um, this is actually, we're recording this uh, in the show, but before the match. So by the time you will have, you're will you watching this, you will have seen the match, and you know the outcome and everything, but we don't know what's going to happen now. So what are your expectations to the match going in, man? Oh, man. Um, my goal,
0: just uh, steal the show, honestly. Yeah. Uh, like I said a few seconds ago, own up to the name of Young Destroyers. Yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, a lot of people are looking at Nick Wayne and Dante Martin right now. You know, we're some of, like, the top high flyers in the world right now. And I feel like we have, like, a lot of hype to live up to, you know. And I feel like me and him in the same ring could really bring something special to the table. Yeah. And hopefully this isn't our last time sharing the ring together. And one day it will be in an AEW ring. Um, but yeah, just obviously give it our best, own up to the name and uh...
1: Yeah. <laughs> My prediction for the match is that there's a, there's this famous image a lot of times people make it into a meme of Spider-Man looking at Spider-Man, you know, yes. it, that's what it's going to be like in the ring. So I'm looking forward to it, man. So you kind of mentioned there uh, you know hopefully in the future it'll be in an AEW ring. So you were presented a contract by Darby Allin and in swerve to be an AEW wrestler as, as long as you graduate high school. What's that like knowing that on the horizon is a contract to, like, a humongous wrestling pr- uh, promotion on TV. You're going to be an AEW superstar. All you got to do is get through high school. How's that like, man?
0: Um, honestly, like everything else to me is a lot of pressure. Yeah. You know, I I have to graduate high school, so I stay in school. I keep my grades up. I yeah. get the assignments done, you know. Um, but when it comes to everything else professional wrestling, every match I have – Every time I go to the gym, I know the end goal to all this hard work is going to be AEW. Yeah. So I try to work my hardest in the gym. You know, whenever I'm struggling on reps and I need to get that last one up, I just think, think about what's waiting for you yeah. a year from now. Ah, get it up,
1: you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just
0: everything I try to do, like working, work ethic wise, is all for the day I turn 18. Yeah. Pretty much. That's my whole like motivation right now.
1: That's that's like it to me. That's amazing. So, I, I, you know, I, I'm not trying to like, you know, single you out, but like, you know, I've watched you, you know, for the last few years, and you've bulked up a lot. You know, you've gotten big. You know, you've, you know, you've gotten a lot of muscle, and, and it's apparent that you go to the gym. Like, what's your workout schedule like? Are you in the gym every day? Every couple of days? Are you, you know, hitting the gym pretty hard these days? Yeah, yeah. Uh, any any day that I'm home. I will be in the gym at some point during that day. Yeah. Uh, when it
0: comes to days that I'm traveling or out of the state, if I have time and access to maybe a hotel gym or a gym that I can have like a free guest pass, I'll absolutely take it. Nice. Um, yeah, Any any opportunity that I can better myself i would just i love to
1: take it awesome (laughs) well you know you didn't kind of uh casually mention that you you refed cody chun's first match so you know obviously uh being the son of of northwest legend the late buddy wayne um you had access to a wrestling ring at a very young age we probably already chatted about this in in our first interview but just to kind of reiterate when did you first jump into a ring and, and start learning this Was it, like, five, six, four? How young were you, dude? I think about three or four. Holy shit. There's
0: pictures of me and my dad in the ring when I was, like, very young. Yeah. And you could tell it was freezing outside because we got layers on. I have a big puffer jacket. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I was just in the ring just having fun with my dad. And then... uh, Growing up, seeing, like, the wrestling school and seeing students train three times a week, it was like I was constantly around wrestling, you know? Mm -hmm. And when training wasn't going on, there was some type of pro wrestling on the TV or on the tablet or a phone, you know? Yep. Um, So everywhere I looked, there was some sort of professional wrestling. So it was like, how could you not fall in love with it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, And then uh, once I was around seven or eight... These trainings would go on, and when training was over, I would go in there by myself, and I would do what I saw on my own. I would see what they learned, and I would go do it on my own. Yeah. And then eventually, when I turned nine years old, um, is when I started training for real. I got my little Asics shoes, yeah. my, my elbow pads, yeah. my knee pads, and I was ready to go. And uh, yeah, I started training for real with all the guys. That's was, awesome. Uh, Nine years old,
1: yeah. Holy shit! So a lot of you know people are like, "He's so young, he's so young." You know, he's, he's probably un you know you know he's probably untrained or he's so young. What, what's going on? No man, he's a veteran in the sense that he's been doing it since he was three. So he is he's actually you know a skilled. He's a, he's a grizzled vet. You know, by this time. <laughs> uh, so last week you competed in your dream match. You you set the bar and you said, "I want to wrestle Will Osprey." They made it happen. You wrestle Will Osprey, your hero. Uh, and, and your dream match? What was that like, dude? Bring us to that moment. Ever
0: since I like discovered who Will Osprey was, I was just mesmerized by his work. Uh, I the things he does in the ring are just so like jaw dropping and eye opening. It's just like a, oh my God, moment, you know. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he's so agile in the ring as well. And when I saw him, I said, that's how I want to be in the ring. You know, I want to be as, as, as agile, as light on my feet, you know, being able to soar, having gravity be your best friend. Mm-hmm. That is what I wanted to do. And I found that love once I discovered who Will Ospreay was. Um, and from, from that moment, I just kept studying his work, watched the progress he's made. And obviously now he's one of the best in the world. Yeah and uh to be able to share the ring with him was like my dream in professional wrestling just because i i s- knew who he has been for so long has studied his work for so many years and he's been like an idol to me to be able to share the ring with him was like a very heart-touching moment to me and like the morning i woke up of the match i instantly got nervous in my stomach comes like oh man like today's the day anyone i would see that today's the day bro you ready Yeah. Like, yeah yeah i'm ready but it was just so much nerves, you know. I was so nervous, but I was so ready at the same time just to be in the same ring as Will Osprey. Um, so the overall experience was just like more than I envisioned, you know. I've been yeah. like envisioning this match for so long, and it's like it was way more than I could have ever thought, you know. It just
1: so, so blessed that it got to happen, and at such a young age, too, I... Speechless man, honestly, and then you know, the things he said about you, you know, the way he really just kind of you know, just spoke from the heart about you know what it was like to wrestle you, and then you know, kind of joking that he thought it was weird that you kind of look like him. He thought, <laughs> yeah. you know, I thought that was kind of cool. So, <laughs> Dude, congratulations on that, man! Thank you so much, sir. Uh, you know, we're about halfway through 2022. Uh, what are your goals for the rest of the year, bro? I have a goal. I'm currently at two countries. My
0: goal is to be at five by the end of the year. Awesome. Um, currently, um, July 23rd, I'll be heading to the UK. Cool. For progress. Yeah. And uh, hopefully after that, Mexico is definitely one that I would like to get this year. Yeah. Um, Japan obviously an end goal. Not sure if it'll happen this year. Yeah. Due to like age, maybe. But sure. Who knows? Um, if I could go this year, I'll absolutely go. Um, but five countries uh by the end of the year would definitely be a big goal um currently i've also wrestled in 14 states yeah i like to get to maybe 20 okay at the end of the year um just a lot of like traveling uh the world yeah pretty much it's like a very big goal for me and to uh rest like just wrestle the best going today you know mm-hmm. the best on the independence the best in AEW, new japan etc yep just to be able to share the ring with them and Soak in all that knowledge, you know, as much as I can just to become the best wrestler possible.
1: Well, you're definitely doing that. And, uh, you know, just a a couple more questions here. We're here backstage at Defy uh, Young Ones and the Defiance. You're you're well known with the Defiance. Everyone's supporting you. and, And this is a community, it's not just the fans. We are the Defiance. Nick, what does the Defiance mean to you? To me, Defiance is another word as family. When I walk
0: out of the curtain at Defy, I feel everyone's reaction go straight to the heart. I get like, I feel some type of way every time I bust out of the curtain, every time they chant my name, you know, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's crazy, it's like love that you've never felt before. And for like that many people sell out crowds every time we run the Washington Hall, to have like that energy around you and everyone rooting for you is just like there's no words to express it, you know, you're like head over heels. There's so many mixed emotions. Like it's just so heartfelt and so heart touching. Every time I know I'm coming back to Washington Hall, I just I count down the days until I'm there. Like I'm I'm about to come out in about an hour or two from now. And I just I'm anticipating, I'm very antsy to get out there, you know, I just want to feel the energy of my family again. Hell yeah.
1: Well, you know, we are, we consider you a part of the family. We are a family. It's the defiance, like I said. And, you know, we're, we, we're watching the rise of Nick. It's the Nick Wayne era. Oh, and uh, my last question, man, and then we'll let you go gear up and, uh, you know, get, get ready for your big match. So if you can show us, please show us, but at least pick a scar on your body and tell us the story of how you got it.
0: If you... Uh on my right above my eyebrow here yeah little, we can see that yeah little scar yeah um i got that scar from december of last year the same scar that uh this happened a laceration and the same time i broke my nose um wow yeah it was uh i took a knee drop to the back of the head on the apron and my face just bounced oh i'm so sorry i wasn't even oh, talking oh it's to all my. good oh my gosh um The same laceration I got here was... uh, I broke my nose the same time. Yeah. And uh, it was from... I got a knee drop to the back of the head on the apron, and my face bounced off the metal beam, uh, the edge of the ring. And, uh, yeah, cut open. I had blood pouring down my face. Jesus. Being able to breathe was very difficult from that point on. Yeah. Um, That was on a Friday of the weekend. The next day, I came here to define Russell Blake Christian. Um, (laughs) Blake Christian, one of, like, the most acrobatic run-run guys possible. So, like, the... Being able to breathe with a broken nose was just crazy, you know? And um, the laceration, it closed pretty quick. Um, the nose, it healed, but not in the proper way. Okay. I never really, like, got it, like, probably fixed or went to a doctor. Yeah. It kind of just healed on its own. But if I move it now, it, it kind of hurts. Um, Damn. But, yeah, that was that. was that. A laceration over my eye and a broken nose at the same time.
1: Damn, dude. <laughs> He's a warrior, dude. Nick Wayne, thank you so much, brother. Thank you, sir. Yeah, thank you.